The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So let's continue with uh, with coverage of uh, the inauguration and uh, take a deeper dive into uh, the Canada-U.S. relationship. There's been a lot of questions uh, over the past number of months about what a Biden administration could mean for Canada. Um, a lot of Pundits have been tossing that around, a lot of commentators offering their uh, opinion on it. And in the Globe and Mail, their Ottawa bureau chief, Robert Fife, along with Stephen Chase, write, quote, a Biden presidency opens the door to greater cooperation despite many bilateral challenges. Obviously, Alberta not feeling the greater cooperation today with the expected cancellation of the Keystone XL project. But let's get into it with Mr. Fife this afternoon. Robert, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Uh, let's start with this. Uh, you have covered uh, politics for a very long time. You have covered national politics for a very long time. I know I'm, I'm sure that you were watching uh, the inauguration today. What was going through your mind when you were hearing from uh, President Biden, uh, his speech to really a, a, a torn nation? Well, I thought it was an extremely uplifting speech, uh, talking about unity, reaching out across the political perspective to try to re-engage Americans in trying to solve some of the major problems that they have, mainly, of course, the pandemic, which has hurt the economy, but to deal with the whole range of issues that the country is facing and to reassure allies around the world that America was back. So uh, I thought it was, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, President uh, Biden is not a great speaker, as you know, but mm-hmm. today uh, he really delivered. And I thought it was a, a really strong uh, statement for uh, of, of healing for the United States. So uh, let's hope that he is successful. You, you you touched on um, that, that comment that he made about the world is watching and repairing relationships. Uh, when we look at the relationship between Canada and the U.S., I know uh, for this article you talked with David McNaughton, Canada's former ambassador to, to Washington. Let's start with the relationship between the Trudeau administration and uh, the Biden administration. It seems like um, that will, I mean, this is a, you know, uh, you know, a little bit of a good thing here that seems like that's going to get off to a better start uh compared to uh certainly what was the the trudeau relationship with with trump well the problem with the uh, trump is every anybody had to deal with him uh is the is absolute chaos um you know he couldn't uh Uh, He was just mercurial, and you never knew what he was going to do from one moment to the next. And I think, uh, in fairness to the the Trudeau government, they did a pretty good job in handling him, even though uh, President Trump sounded off at him quite a number of times and got quite angry at him and publicly lashed out at him. But, you know, the the main thing we had during the Trump years was we needed to get that NAFTA agreement re-signed, and we did, and that was the biggest accomplishment. But in the Trudeau Trudeau, uh, cabinet and the Biden, team know each other well they've known each other from the obama years they uh, sing out of the same songbook on so many issues including climate change mm-hmm. mr trudeau's cabinet ministers know a lot of the biden incoming cabinet ministers and 
his chief of staff, Katie Telford, is very close to the deputy chief of staff uh, and the campaign manager, and who was the campaign manager for Mr. Biden. So, I mean, that that means they don't have to. They don't. They can pick up the phone. They know the people. That's that's progress when you can actually talk to people on that basis. So, there, you know, but there are going to be a lot of challenges. Keystone is one of them, as you you well well know. I don't think we should be surprised by what happened with Keystone. You know, he had made it clear before that he was going to to cancel it. Uh, Obama had canceled it, and this was really uh, he couldn't afford to. Uh, also alienate an important part of the, the Democratic base, which is opposed to Keystone. So it's something we're going to just have to eat, unfortunately, for Alberta. But then again, your own premier uh, should have known that this was coming down the pipe, and so to speak. And, you know, he, <laughs> he, he spent uh, billions of dollars of Alberta taxpayers' money on a pipeline that he had to have known was not going to get the approval of the Biden presidency. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Robert, wondering, you know, curious to know, we, we, we've talked about this Buy America policy uh, on this sh- on this show before. Um, the concerns around that, how, how, how concerned does Canada need to be uh, with that with that policy and what it could do well, to to Canadians, Canadian suppliers? Well, it is a, it is a really um, important uh, all important file for us because uh, not only do we need want to be able to bid on American contracts, but he's got seven hundred billion dollars that he wants to spend on infrastructure and R and D to um, kickstart the American economy. And if he's only going to go to buy American, uh, that is going to leave a lot of Canadian companies out in the cold. And, you know, Mr. McNaughton, our former ambassador, says we're probably not going to have any choice if, they, if we can't convince them to exclude us that we were going to have to exclude American companies from bidding on Canadian procurement projects here. And so one hopes that uh, they will uh, not uh, – will include Canada in uh, – will allow Canadian companies to be able to bid on some of these projects. Uh, you know, the argument the Trudeau government is going to make is that we need a North America first policy. Mm. Where look, we're con- we're continentally brought into because of of NAFTA with with Mexico and the United States. We are we are very integrated economies, and let's not close the door to this continental trading block, which is the most important trading block in the world, frankly. And I. I think they might have a case for that, and they might be able to have that case because we they've hit us hard on, on Keystone, and the president might be more open-minded saying, okay, let's not exclude Canada um, from the, by America. Robert Fife is the Ottawa bureau chief of the Globe and Mail. I'm, 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 I'm interested in, in in delving into the defense spending aspect of of this and and uh, that part of of your column mm-hmm. because we know that um, Canada, you know, has not been meeting uh, commitments that the the U.S. has been wanting uh, the country and other countries around the world to to uh, play a larger role in defense and security, spend more money. Uh, are you expecting uh, the the Biden administration uh, Biden administration to press on that as well? Well, Mr. McNaughton said that that if we if the Prime Minister expects to go down to Washington with a shopping list of Canadian demands, he can forget it. 
because the Americans, okay. doesn't matter which administration, they have Obama made the same point as Trump did. Canada is being a laggard when it comes to defense and security issues. And his view is that if we're going to get any kind of slack in terms of Buy America or other issues affecting Canada, then we're going to have to put some money on the table to what really matter to the Americans, and that is increase your spending on, on defense, NATO, and NORAD, which is desperately in need of being revamped, particularly with the melting ice in the Arctic, that we need to put more money into icebreakers, into proper satellites, into underwater uh, technology, uh, into ra- modern radar and cybersecurity facilities in the, in the far north, to be, just to give you one example. Uh, so I think that makes perfect sense. Now, you know, whether the government is going to do that, I don't know. But, you know, Mr. McNaughton has, has got the ear of the prime minister. One would hope uh-huh. that Trudeau is listening to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Fife joining me this afternoon uh, in his uh, recent articles, uh, Biden presidency opens the door to greater cooperation despite many bilateral challenges. And in it, uh, Robert Fife, our guest this afternoon, along with Stephen Chase, uh, talked to David McNaughton, Canada's former ambassador to Washington. China, Robert, let's talk about China because everyone seems to be talking about China these days. What is Mr. McNaughton saying about about uh, Canada's policy or lack of or strategy lack of when it comes to China and how that might work with this relationship with the United States and what the United States might want? Well, as we know, uh, President Trump took a pretty hard line on China. He's right on that. And the incoming uh, Secretary of State uh, Anthony Blinken said that Trump was largely right on this. China is the number one worry of the, in the world today. They're belligerent, mm-hmm. they're aggressive, they are stealing our technology, they cannot be trusted. And uh, we know this, our own examples, because they are holding two Canadians as, mm-hmm. as hostages and they um, uh, retaliated uh, with Canadian agricultural goods. So it's a serious issue. It's probably the most important foreign issue facing the world in the 21st century and the americans are going to expect canada and i think we will welcome it because we need american leadership on this trump was always going in alone on china rather than working with the great britain and canada and australia and europe as uh, and other and india and, and, and japan and south korea to form an alliance to counter china's aggressiveness and belligerence and in terms of north america you know the americans are are going to expect canada to uh, work together on uh, on critical minerals so that we are developing the minerals here that are absolutely needed for the green economy we have them we have to develop them because right now china has has got most of these critical um that are needed for batteries for everything you can possibly imagine they cut us off we're in serious trouble including mm-hmm. electric mm-hmm. cars for example so that's that's important but we all they also want us to say no to chinese state-owned enterprises trying to buy up businesses in canada and, and businesses in the united states they buy up these companies they steal the technology they bring it back to china and they essentially screw over canadians and americans so you know, there is going to be a, a, a sharing of information, a collaboration uh, with Canada and the and the United States and I think other Western democracies on how to counter China. And that is a very good thing.
Mm -hmm. Robert Fife, uh, I look forward. To, well, you know what this means is uh, continuing lots of work and a, a busy, uh, busy times for you in the Ottawa Bureau as well. I want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. We'll continue to to watch for your reporting. Uh, thanks for your insights uh, this afternoon. I appreciate it. Take care now. Bye -bye. Robert Fife joining us. He is the Ottawa Bureau Chief of the Globe and Mail, has been a long time uh, a reporter covering uh, national politics in this country. I think phew, since 1976, he's seen a lot. And if you want to read uh, this article, because it breaks down all of these things, it talks about climate change, it talks about Buy America, trade, China, energy. Uh, gives you a little bit of idea and a little bit maybe insight uh, coming from David McNaughton, Canada's former ambassador to Washington, on, on where they might be able to find some um, some some ground to meet on and some of those areas that are going to be a challenge as well. You can check it out in the politics section of the Globe and Mail.